Hey guys, welcome back to Real Talk About Feminism podcast. I'm Mackenzie. I'm Haley. We haven't introduced ourselves in a while. I feel like we just did. I no, can't keep track of no, what we do. We haven't said our like our names at the beginning in a while. So I'm Haley. I'm Mackenzie. I'm 20 years old and I have a pet cat. Just kidding. I'm not. I was like, we're doing that. this, okay? Yeah. Anyway, we're back with a brand new episode and we're excited. We. I just lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. We are. That's what you're there for, to pick it up where I leave off. <laughs> We're going into another um, sort of heavy topic. Well, it's a heavy topic. Um, again, but it's really important. Current events. We're going to be talking about women's safety and some current events that are like really bringing that issue to light. So trigger warning, there is going to be some violence against women discussed. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to go over our obsessions we're going to get into the feminist highlight. We're just going to keep it light at the beginning before we get into the heavy stuff. Yeah. I am kind of distracted right now because my leg is giving me the ick in the oh. camera. My yeah. own personal ick. It's just like a pale stump. All right. <laughs> That's what it looks like. And my my, uh, <laughs> my sweater thing is very much giving priest vibes. It's very much giving And even when I fold it down, I look like it's I'm giving, wearing some religious garb. <laughs> yeah, it's giving, uh, when you fold it down, it's giving uh, off-duty priest. Okay, thanks. So, anyway, I'm comfy. <laughs> okay, so my obsession this week is scanning receipts on this app called Fetch. If there's any other ones, please let me so know. That's That is so Fetch. Um, literally, like, I've been, like, hoarding receipts, like, a mad woman because you get points and I've not scanned that many receipts and I already have so many points and then you can turn them in for stuff. So I'm like, why not? Yeah. I love that for you. Yeah. You asked to scan my receipt the other day. Yep. Yep. And I will scan my receipt. Go ahead. (laughs) Um, I like that. I used to do that actually. Like I used to have an app and I scan them all. Uh And Uh I never redeemed I know. I know. You just like kind of forget about it. Like it's probably just a phase that I'm going through again because I've done that too. But like, (laughs) stop laughing at me. (laughs) I have no idea what I was laughing at. No, I think I do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's your obsession? Um, I really want to expose you right now. Don't. (laughs) You already know. I already know. Okay, my obsession of the week is eucalyptus in the shower. From Trader Joe's. From Trader Joe's. You just get a little bundle of eucalyptus, put it over your shower head, and it's great. It really enhances the shower. It enhances the whole look and vibe of the bathroom, and it also makes your shower smell good. It does. It's actually really refreshing to have it in there, and it feels better. It's also It's a different vibe. It's not overpowering either. No, it's very faint because when the warm water and the steam gets to it, that's when it yeah. starts to smell good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is my obsession. Cool. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah. We went to Trader Joe's randomly last week. We didn't need to go at all. We literally went for this one type of candy. Sperm. <laughs> They're called Scandinavian swimmers and we just call them Scandinavian sperm. But we literally <laughs> went for one thing. I walked out with like five other things that I didn't need at all. I got one thing. I, I got what I needed. I know. You're good about that. I was like, no basket because we're getting one thing each. And then I walk out with like out a with bag of stuff. Um, yeah. But there's a Trader Joe's like kind of, it's like a five minute drive from the apartment. Mm-hmm. So of course we had to hit it up and get our Scandinavian swimmers. I know. But that's what I need to break out of. Because like I was just bored. 
I was like, do you want to just go to Trader Joe's? Oh, we, were, we had a movie night that night. That's I know. We were, like, we're going to... Because we ended up getting some ice cream. Some popcorn. I, we didn't eat, we didn't eat I don't even know where it is. I don't either. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like fun. It was for a reason. Yeah. So. Still. Still. Yeah, that was, um, those are our obsessions. Let's get into the feminist highlights. Today's highlight is Amanda Wen. And full disclaimer, her bio on her website was too good to try and paraphrase. So I'm just going to straight up read it. All right. Amanda Wen is the founder of Rise, a 2019 Nobel Peace Prize nominee, a 2022 Time Woman of the Year. Amanda's 2021 viral video ignited a wave of collective action in the anti-Asian hate movement. She drafted and unanimously passed the Sexual Assault Survivors Bill of Rights through the United States Congress. Over 50 laws have been passed inspired by this law. Most recently, she passed the first-of-its-kind United Nations resolution protecting more than 1.3 billion survivors of, of sexual violence around the world. Amanda's directorial debut, Everything I Ever Wanted to Tell My Daughter About Men, won Best Feature at the 2022 Cannes Independent Film Festival. How do you spell it? C-A-N-N-E-S. Con. <laughs> 2022 con. I think it's con. I don't it's know. French. Whatever. Uncle Mark, if you're listening, <laughs> please tell us. C A N N E S Independent Film Festival. She is the lead of Emmy nominated mini documentary Rise Above by Money Magazine. She was listed on Forbes 30 Under 30 twice, served at NASA and the White House. This she does everything. I know. Just wait. Girl. She is also an astronaut scientist candidate at the Astronautical Science Institute. Amanda graduated from Harvard University. And then specifically about RISE, her nonprofit, it advocates and fights for victims of sexual assault and violence around the world. And I kind of checked out the website and it's a really, really great message and mission that she has going. And I'm going to link that website in the show notes. So if you're interested, go check it out. But Amanda, like she obviously is very passionate about so many things and is really, really doing some good in the world. Yeah. Dang. She has like every box that you can check. Literally. NASA, the White House, everything. Good for her. Yeah. Amazing. Yep. So to get into today's bulk of the episode, the reason we're talking about this is because a couple weeks ago, um, Eliza Fletcher was found murdered. And you guys probably saw some social media posts about it, some news, some coverage about it. But Eliza Fletcher was a 34-year-old woman who was a kindergarten teacher and a mother of two. She went on her routine 4 a.m. morning run and then was forced into the passenger seat of a van and abducted. Her body was found a few days later. This was very awful for me to watch play out because... Again, like this has happened time and time where women are just doing normal things. Mm-hmm. And she's not the only one that this has happened to. No. We should be able to go on a run or run errands or do normal things without living in fear and being taken advantage uh, without living in fear of being taken advantage of. Yeah. In like a very mundane moment, right? Some other women I want to just mention that were taken advantage of and murdered slash and or assaulted while they were running. All of these women, this happened to just while they were running. Molly Tibbetts, Karina Vetrano, Vanessa Marcotte, Sydney Sutherland, 
Allie Brueger, Melissa Milan, Lauren Bump, and Faber. That's a lot of women. Yeah. And they're literally just running. Like, they're just trying to take care of their bodies. Literally. Take care of the minds. Like, just running. Literally. I've seen so many TikTok videos of girls who are like, get ready with me to go on a run at 8 p.m. at night when it's already dark. Mm-hmm. And they, like, have hoodies on. They have, like, I saw this one girl that literally had, like, a, a thing around her waist. But she had, like, a gun and pepper spray and taser and like all of these self-defense weapons and then up her sleeve she was literally holding like one of those claw keychain things Mm -hmm. and then she had like a ring that she could press if something happened like she had all sorts of stuff it's like we have to take all these measures to like freaking do something that you're right is just taking care of our bodies Mm -hmm. i mean when you said like all these videos of girls like get ready for me i'm going on a run at 8 p.m like me i would never think about doing that I would be so scared. I would never do that, right? Like, I would, that's and, why I go to the gym. And that sucks. But yeah, I would never think about doing that, you know? Right. Like, right. It's sad. Right. And the whole reason, because, like, the Eliza Fletcher story, oh, like, it's just awful. And the whole time I was just like, she's, for one, she's not the only woman. And two, like, it's such a scary world. And I feel like we're always being told as women, like, safety tips, like, here's what you should do and not do. But, like, I wanted to just bring it up and talk about it on the podcast because I feel like it's very, very important. And we've had a couple things happen to us since living downtown that have, like, kind of, like, jolted us and been like, oh, my gosh, like, we're not living in suburbia anymore. We're, like, around different kinds of people and living in a whole different city. Mm -hmm. So the first one that happened was we were walking back from seeing Abel. This was literally, you guys, the weekend, sorry. This was literally the day after we moved into our apartment. Literally the day after. after. Yes, we were were walking back from Union Station because we cut the light rail and took it there. It was a 20-minute walk to our apartment. Yeah, 20-minute walk back. We tried to get on a scooter, and the scooter was dead, whatever. Long story. It took forever to get back. But we were a couple blocks away from our apartment, and we literally saw these two guys get out of a car at a red light and jump this guy and beat up this guy that was walking on the sidewalk. And we were like, oh my gosh, like it was terrifying. Yeah, it was honestly haunting. It was really scary. Cause like we were like, we were like kind of in shock about it. And the next morning, Haley was like, I still feel really bad. Like we should have at least like called the police. And no, I was like, yeah, we didn't do anything. But the thing is, like, it was literally like midnight. Literally. There was nobody else around. And like, it was it, right across the street. And that TikTok trend where it's like, when someone's asking for help, but everything is a sex trafficking. That's not a joke. It's not a joke. And so I, like, we were scared. Like, we're obviously not going to go over there. We have no form of protection at all. Mm -mm. We're coming from a concert where they Mm -hmm. search your bags. We have no form of protection. And we were both scared. So we just kept walking. And I, I do feel really guilty. Like, we should call the police. We should have. But also, he wasn't, like, whacked out. Like, he could have called the police. Yeah, he was conscious. He was moving. But, like, obviously, he he was, like, on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little scary. And then um, a few weeks ago, I was driving late at night um, to go pick up my boyfriend. And um, I was driving. And we weren't that far from our, my, from our apartment. Or I wasn't that far from our apartment. And it's, we don't live in a bad area of downtown. Mm. Like, we live in a nice area. Um, and all of a sudden, like... I heard eight gunshots, like, one after another. 
and it was so distinct. Like it was like no hesitation. Mm-hmm. And I literally freaked out. Like my, I'm not being dramatic. My life literally flashed before my eyes mm-hmm. because I was like, I heard it behind me and I could see cars behind me. And so I'm thinking, is this the car right behind me? Are they shooting up into the sky? Cause like people have been doing that a lot. Like recently they'll like, just like shoot the gun just to scare people mm-hmm. and drive away. So I'm like, are they in the car behind me? Are they shooting in front of them towards me? Are they shooting out their window to the side? Are they shooting up? Like, where are they shooting? But it was eight shots. And I was literally terrified. I had no idea what to do. I called my boyfriend. I was like freaking out. And he was like, just come, like, just drive like as fast as you can. But like, what do you do in that situation? I don't even know. Like, I just kept driving. Right. What are you going to do? The entire time, there was a car that was behind me that time when I heard the shots. And then it was behind me for the entire time I was going back to his house. (gasps) And I was so scared. I was like, is this the person that is shooting the gun? Are they going to like come pull me out? Like, it was scary. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, it wasn't a dramatic fear of mine. Like, I wasn't just being dramatic about it. Like, it was a real No, it's warranted yeah it was so scary like and so like i've been really scared to drive at night recently especially downtown because i'm just like anything could happen it's so scary Mm -hmm. that is terrifying yeah so like those two events especially like really like have made us think like there's a lot of dangerous things in the world especially being a woman like it's scary so it is yeah we both ended up getting a couple self-defense weapons and well we got tasers well yeah but like you're making it sound like we're like packing. No, 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 no. Those are weapons, though. Like a taser. Yeah, it's a pretty powerful taser. Actually. Yeah, I need to do mine. Yeah, I've tested mine out. It was loud. It was yeah, crazy. it scared it the just, crap out of me. Just the sound of it would scare someone. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like we did end up doing that. I carry mine with me everywhere. Mm-hmm. I do um, too. And if I'm like walking in the parking garage, like back to the apartment late at night, um, I just hold it in my hand. Because then all I have to do is, like, push a button if someone comes up near me. Exactly. So, yeah, we. with that being said, we really wanted to share some safety tips mm-hmm. um, because we all need to stay safe. Right. And it's just good reminders. Yeah. Um, so, if you just search, like, on TikTok or Google even, but, like, TikTok especially, there's so many, like, new ones I hadn't heard of. But literally just search safety tips for women. And there's going to be thousands of videos that come up with all sorts of tips so first always have your keys in your hand when you're walking to your car instead of burying your head in your bag so like now when I go grocery shopping alone like even when we're together but like alone I literally will stop before I leave King Supers and I have my keys in my hand Mm -hmm. if I'm walking in the parking garage I have my keys in my hand like I always have them Mm-hmm. And also, like, you can do, like, the key trick where you put it, like, in between your fingers, right, if you're, like, scared. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, like, put it in between your fingers, and if somebody comes, you just, like, jab them with your key. Like, if you have nothing. I've never heard of that. You just stick it in between your fingers. Yeah, I, I understand. Yeah. I just never heard of that. Yeah, so, you know, if you literally have nothing and you're kind of having a gut feeling something's not right, you can always do that. Yeah, that's a good one. But it just made me think, I was like, because now we use our totes a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, instead of like digging in your tote bag yeah, for your keys, get them out before them out. you're in your car. Yeah, like if you're, if you just got groceries, like pause right before you get out of the store, grab your keys. Exactly. And out. Yep. Because literally, if you take your eyes off of like if your surroundings for one second, anything could happen. Exactly. Something dad always said and says to this day is keep your head on a swivel. Mm-hmm. That runs through my mind every time I'm like alone walking yeah. somewhere. Keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Just like look Be aware around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Another really good tip is to always look directly at cameras when you walk into a store or if you see one in general. Yeah, I... That's scary. It's scary, but, like, if something happens, you want to be able to kind of leave a footprint for yourself, right? Mm -hmm. I learned that tip when I was going through my true crime podcast phase, and... Yeah, I never had one of those phases because I'm too paranoid, so... I haven't listened in so long because I am kind of paranoid, and it's just, like, negative energy that I don't want anymore. That's a tangent. But, like, I honestly, like, when I, like, walk into Target, I look at the security camera. When I walk into our apartment elevator, I look at the security camera. Mm -hmm. Just so, like, people have a visual of your face if something were to happen to you. That's terrifying. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's smart. Mm -hmm. One that I really stick by, too, is, like, trust your gut. Mm -hmm. And something that I've learned, like, as I've gotten older, we were literally just talking about this. Like, you do not have to be nice to everybody. No. You do not have to smile at everybody you pass by. You do not have to be polite to everybody. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between, like, being rude and just, like, not acknowledging people. Like, when a, a few weeks ago, you were out of town. You were at Landside. But, like, I was walking on 16th Street Mall. I went to Sephora. I went to Target. but And, like, I had sunglasses on. And, like, anybody that passed me, like, I didn't even give them the time of day. I'm like, I don't want to acknowledge you because I don't know you. Mm-hmm right? I don't have to smile at you. I don't have to wave. I don't have to be nice. You don't have, you don't owe people anything. Yeah. That's basically what I'm trying to say. Like people will try and take advantage of you Mm -hmm. if they see like you're vulnerable or they're sensing that from you. Yeah. So you don't have to be polite to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that makes me think when, when, uh, we were at landslide, um, I think it was just the general vibe of like a music festival, but like the guys there were just like, so like, oh, let me give you a hug. Like, literally all, like, where's my hug, guys? Ew. And at the end of the night, we were going back to our campsite, and these two guys, like, stopped us, and they were older. Like, they were probably in their 30s. And um, they, like, one of the, like, they were, like, giving hugs, and one of them came up to me, and I was like, no, thank you. And I just, like, put my hand up and was like, no. And that's not rude. Like, you don't no. have, like, it's not rude to not hug someone, a random stranger guy. Like, no, no, that's not rude of you to set a boundary and say, no, thanks. Like, or even like, like with anything, but like, just, that was like an example I'm thinking of. Cause like in that moment, like they were probably just trying to be nice. And like, they, I mean, they were probably drunk. You don't, yeah, you don't know. But it's like, no, if I don't want to hug you, I don't have to hug you. Right. Exactly. You don't owe them anything. Yeah. I don't have to smile at you. I don't have to like entertain a conversation with you. If you come up uh, and uh... tell me that I look pretty or you offer me something and you you seem like you're being nice I'm not going to entertain a conversation with you because you're a complete stranger I don't know you and I don't owe you anything right I like the conversation thing because like sometimes you just get stuck with like guys that are giving you weird vibes and you're like bye like I don't want to talk to you yeah no um there was like this creepy guy at landslide actually and um he kept coming up to Sydney he literally had an ankle monitor on (gasps) and he was just like very creepy and then the the like he had come up to us both once and then he came up to her separately like when I was like on the phone mm-hmm. so I didn't see it and then the third time she had told me he really creeped her out and so he like literally came over and was like do you still not want to talk to me and I literally <gasps> looked at him and I said leave us alone and I like waved him off I was like do not come near us or else we're getting security like I was like bye like literally, literally bye away. like no and because you don't owe people anything it's not rude no it's not it's not rude to have an rbf when you're walking on the street and have no. your sunglasses on like it's not rude it really is like about safety okay yeah literally this is reminding me of our conversation about this 
when we were talking about this, um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Like I was like, I just don't want to look approachable. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I'm like alone and I'm like on a mission to go get something, I don't want to look approachable. Yeah. I really don't. Nothing wrong with that, honestly. Nope. Yeah, I think that was actually a good one. Like, you don't owe people anything. You really don't. If a stranger comes up to you and he's, like, seeming like he's being really nice, or she. You know what? A woman, too. Like, there's a lot of sex trafficking ploys that involve women. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, you you just don't owe people. It's not just men. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another one is to not sit in your car after running errands. I think that's one that's, like, really talked about a lot. Yeah. But don't just sit in your car after doing anything. Just, like, grab your stuff. Like, I try and grab my stuff when I park. Try and grab it as soon as I can and get out. Yeah. And keep going. I know we want our music going. I know we want our map up. Just go. Or, like, if you are running errands or, like, before you get out to the car, pull up your map. Pull up your music. Exactly. Pull up your music. Yep. Your Bluetooth will connect automatically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Exactly. Buddy system mm-hmm. is something I feel like a lot of people have forgotten. I'm like, I was walking alone on 16th Street. Buddy system always. Yeah. Um, no, but for real, like I feel like during the day, eh, different mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah. Still word to the wise, but like at night when you're out doing stuff, mm-hmm. bring a buddy. Yeah. Like at Landslide, the music festival, me and Sydney, like we stay together. The whole time. Oh yeah. You stay together. Always. Yeah. You always stay together. You go together. You leave together. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one is to not walk with a map in your hand when you're traveling. I do this. It's bad. Like, you're my phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why, like, all, like, in New York, in New York, <laughs> in New York City, when we were traveling, mm-hmm. we were with the family, so it was a little different. But, like, when I went in December, we'd pull up the map and like, kind of pull over on the side, like, pull up the map. We'd, like, look at the directions, like, five steps ahead, and we would just walk. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm like trying. Okay, awkward because I went with my ex husband, but like he was really good at that. <laughs> so like that was helpful. But like, I just think it's a good rule of thumb. Like when you're traveling, doesn't matter where, you don't want to like look vulnerable. That's the whole point of it. Like you don't just want to look like oh like they're new here. They don't know where anything is. You know, mm-hmm. that's the rule of thumb. You don't want to look vulnerable. Yeah, I think, like, if you do have to have a map in your hand, though, just try and look at it, like, a, as little as possible. Exactly. I like, think so, too. don't just hold it up in front of you. Right, like, put up. your phone down to the side yeah. or put it in your bag for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get some self-defense tools and know how to use them. Mm-hmm. That's the important thing. Yeah, that's a big thing because, like, if you have a taser but you've never set it off before. <laughs> Stop looking at me. But, like, you, you need to know. I need to do it, if yeah. If I hadn't done my taser and, like, known how loud it is, like, I, it would scare me. Mm-hmm. It would startle me. Mm-hmm. It's loud. So, like, make sure you practice um, and know what you're doing. Because if you, like, especially, like, um, if you have, like, a little, like, knife or something mm-hmm. and you don't know how to use it, then they're going to turn it against you and use it on you. Exactly. So, exactly. You got to protect yourself. Yeah. Right, because things could go south really quick. Yeah, if you don't really, really quick. Um, another one is to not wear your hair in a high ponytail when walking or running. I think a ponytail in general, for sure. Also, as I'm like thinking about it, but like basically, like you're supposed to put your hair. Look at what I'm wearing right now. But like, it just like if you're like running alone, like we were just talking about Eliza Fletcher and all the other women who were running. Mm -hmm. Your ponytail is so easy to grab. Yank it. So easy to grab. Mm -hmm. So like. 
a bun, tuck it up in a hat, wear a claw clip, wear it down. That's not as easy to, Mm -hmm. you know, grab all in one. Yeah, that's a good one. I think it's also smart to share your location with a few people that you trust. Family members, close friends, people that you would call if something happened and you needed help. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I mean, we have our location shared. Yeah, we yeah we have and always have. Um, another one is to not get in your car through the driver's side if there's a van or a car with super tinted windows parked close enough next to you. So if there is someone that's really close to you, and even if there's just like a sketchy looking car parked yeah. really close to you, just get in through the other side. I don't care if you have to literally crawl in through the back passenger side. Or your trunk. Or your like, trunk. Like just, or if you feel uncomfortable, like if you're like at a grocery store or um, like, for example, like at our apartment and mm-hmm. we were, if I was in the parking garage and I noticed like, this is really sketchy right next to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go back in and get security and have them walk me out. Exactly. Or you can do that at grocery stores too. Like just you get can someone. get an escort. Mm-hmm. Yep. Check the back seat of your car before getting in and like scan under your car too. And we keep like talking about the parking garage, but like it just like is kind of a different vibe. Like we have to park in a parking garage now. Mm-hmm. It's very crowded. There's a lot of cars and a lot of different people. I always check the back seats now. And it's not like I'm like peering in, like taking all this time because I also like don't want my back like totally turned. Yeah. Like you just kind of glance. Make sure there's nobody back there or anything weird. Mm-hmm. And then get in and lock your door. <laughs> yeah. Another one is to, if you see anything on your windshield or door handles, just get in your car and drive. So, like, even if it's, like, an advertisement, like, someone puts something in your windshield and it's not, like, a scheme or, like, a ploy to get you, just keep driving. That paper in your windshield, it's going to stay there. It's not going to blow off. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to a better place, you can look at it. Mm-hmm something in your door handle, just keep walking. Keep walking. Go back inside. Get somebody to go with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call the police. Yeah, because they want you to pull that out and, like, inspect it, and then they'll grab you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Have code words with close friends and family. So, like, I was thinking about this because if you're in a situation, if you're, like, if we were together and we were, like, at a party or at a club or something and we both felt uncomfortable, mm-hmm. If one of us said something, mm-hmm. then it's like, yeah, we need to leave. Do you know mine? No. No. I have one with the rest of the family. How did I get excluded from that? Um, well, it was when I moved back here and I was going on a lot of dates. That's really smart. And um, obviously, you know, like things had gone south uh-huh. before. And so I was like, I need to have a code word. So, um, yeah, I have a code word that is like. Like, if I were to bring it up in a conversation, it's, like, obvious enough where it could sound casual to the person listening, Mm -hmm. but to anyone in the family, it would be, like, I'm calling 911. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's, like, certain levels. Like, I need you to come pick me up. I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Call 911. Yeah. Like, different levels, you know? Yeah. I just think it's cool to have that because then it's, like, it doesn't have to be a big deal, Mm -hmm. but it's a high stress situation that you need to get out of. Yeah. Do you know like the actual family code word? I think I do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I need you to remind me yeah, after. I'll remind you of them. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's something that we've always done. So, yeah. Um, and if you have kids, like I know that mom and dad told us like, if you, if someone ever comes and is like, Oh, your mom sent me to pick you up from school. Mm-hmm. Then we had, a, we have a code word mm-hmm. and we would have to like, 
this never happened. But like, no. if we would have had to ask, like, what's the code word? If they didn't know, then they were like, literally run. Like, go literally. Yeah. Like, we always had a code word. So. Yeah. Yeah. Those are just some safety tips. We wanted to share them because in light of current events and always, like, it's always important to know how to protect yourself. And even just these little tips, like, like Ken said, like, you can Google, you can go on TikTok, like, you can always find more. And they have, like, I know they'll have, like, self-defense classes mm-hmm. at, like, rec centers and stuff like that. So try and find something around you and just learn how to protect yourself. Definitely. Please follow us on Instagram at Real Talk About Feminism Pod. Same handle for TikTok. Subscribe to our weekly email newsletter that comes out every Sunday. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And all the links are in the show notes for you. And with that being said, we will talk to you guys next week with a brand new episode. Bye, everyone.